last uh, podcast was the Bigfoot podcast. This one's just the Bigot podcast. We're theater people. We just want some audience interaction. It's, that's it. That's what I'm asking for. Yeah, we're not we're not movie people. We're theater people. The theater people are a lot like fairies from Peter Pan. If you don't clap for us, we might die. Exactly. You throw popcorn at us virtually. It's it's too real, and then there's a clown. If Jesse is me, I'll check bros are decent. Now who's the bigot? Hey everybody, and welcome to We Wrote the Book, the podcast where every episode, a bunch of theater nerds get together and try to write a brand new musical. I'm your host, Christian Adderholt, and I'm joined by my co-host, Olivia Wise. Hello. Hi, Olivia. So, um, today we, um, we wanted to talk about moving. Um, we've all gone through moves recently, uh, or relatively recently. We've all, we've somewhat recent college grads, so we've moved around a lot. And so we wanted to bring in a guest who um, has some experience with that. So please welcome William Solar. William, we love Hello. having you. Hello, yeah, thank you so much. You know, uh, it's it's nice to be here on a, such a uh, monumental episode of our 20th episode, you know. Um, our 20th episode. Wow. Uh, uh, wow. Uh, I'm so sorry I stepped over the bounds in that way. Let me let me start that again. Uh, the twentieth of your episode. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Because Thanks, uh, I've not been integral at all to the process of making this podcast. Um, You've been supplemental, and that's great. Um, <laughs> that was savage. Incredible. Okay. I'm so glad that you reminded us it's our twentieth episode, though, because you know we're such busy, busy producers and co-hosts that sometimes we just need editors to, like appreciate you know. the work that we do every week. So it's so nice that you're here to nudge us about all the great yeah, we, stuff we do we appreciate have accomplished. It, yeah. Well, um, welcome. I'm excited for this episode. So, um. As you all heard, I did something a little different this time, where we actually came in with an idea instead of just kind of fumbling around for a while. Um, so, Olivia and I, we want to do a show about moving. We've looked it up. There's some shows about, like, you know, moving to new cities and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, uh, Olivia moved to Chicago not that long ago. That was a big move. Um, I have yeah. lived in four different places in the last like three years i a lot of people have moved around for a lot of different reasons and uh william you've moved around a lot right uh i have i think i've lived i think i've moved like seven times in the last uh 10 years wow wait so you were so we met in uh, near austin um, in college. And then William, you moved to Kentucky after that, right? Yeah. I moved to Kentucky after that. Um, and then, and then, where I, moved back, after and then I moved that? to Houston and then I okay. moved back to Houston. Yeah, no. So, um, I thought there was something in between there, but yeah, that's a lot. No, no, nothing in between there. No. Uh, from 19, I moved from Massachusetts to San Francisco then San Francisco to Houston and then Houston to Georgetown, Georgetown to um, 
Kentucky and then Kentucky back to Houston. Wow. And when he says Georgetown, that's the city in Texas, not Georgetown, yeah. like the city near D.C. That's true, yeah, which the, I also basically lived there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because that's so. where I grew up. Oh. Man. Yeah. William, I have to say, you're really, you're really working that podcast voice today. I hear it. I appreciate it. You give him like real laid back, <laughs> smooth jazz <laughs> energy. Right uh, now. This really is Twy Flimby for smooth jazz. <laughs> um, Excuse yeah. me, what was that? Could you repeat that name? Ty Flimbly. Ah, perfect, perfect. Yes, uh, well, there we're is gonna reach out to Ty Flimbly to have them on the podcast as a guest. I feel like they'd be a great Skid Jones. I know? think so. they would be. They would be. They would. They would be a good replacement for Skid Jones. Skid Jones is still not. Um, uh, has, he's AWOL. Is he's still missing? Yes. Um, yeah. Officially categorized as missing um, for those listeners. He's on a milk carton. Jones. So. Um, a single milk carton. One milk he went carton. up in a hot air balloon and the hot air balloon never came down. Yeah, Officials William, say it was really never nice for that. you to buy him that hot air balloon trip, but I, I just wish you would I'm pretty have been sure. I'm, uh, I, Olivia, I'm pretty sure that was your idea. Um, well, it was my idea, but you executed it because it you was, do the grunt the, work. The weird yeah. thing was the guy that was... The guy that was like helping him with the hot air balloon had like a small bowler hat and a twisted mustache. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Uh, He's wringing Christian. his hands a lot. Christian, Christian, I, 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 Christian, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, he said his name was Squilliam. I yeah, it was. I don't, 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 don't know what you mean. And guys. for some reason, um, he had a parachute and nobody else did. I, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's fine, um, but uh, I mean, there were only two people on the hot air balloon, uh, Skid, from what I've been told. Um, Skid, if you're out there, if you're listening, which I know you are, um, come home, we miss you. Skid. Please come home, Skid. <laughs> I know you've got so many incredible stories about you know riding the rails, uh, jumping from train depot to train depot, where you were selling your yeah. soaps. I love don't, to hear some I, of those. Uh, I'm sorry to disappoint. I don't jump. Um. I was talking about yeah, skid. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, Not yeah. You. This is a, a skid moment, you know. William, you don't have to always have everything be about you. It's not necessary. Um anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, William moves around a lot. I I moved around like within Texas up until this big move to Chicago. So that was kind of a goal was to get out of the state. Um, but a lot of people are moving right now. A lot of my friends in Austin have moved to other big cities, a lot of comedy friends mostly. So like people have been moving to LA. Um, I have a new roommate coming in who I met in Austin, who's moving to Chicago now. Um, mm. obviously. Yeah. So it's big moving time. I think the pandemic, uh, inspired everyone to like do something more interesting with their lives. Well, now I feel attacked because well, I no, don't okay. do anything interesting. You with just my life. moved into but, a house with your new wife, so I feel like that's fair pretty fair enough. Bold that's fair and interesting. That's a good point. William is um, always moving around, so he's he already knew the deal. That actually, the the moving with a new wife brings up uh, a question that I have for both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever done the long distance thing? Like, you know, going either moving to a new city to be with somebody that we were long distance with or like you move and now you're long distance. Have you guys ever done that before? 
Christian, you know I've done that because that's my situation right now <laughs> with my partner. Is that's uh... um in the business we call that a leading question. You know, typically... I know, but we're not fake here, okay? This isn't show business. <laughs> this is real life. I mean, we're this is real business. <laughs> this is real business. You're a business major. You should know. You know, if this were real business, then I really should have my lawyer present. <laughs> Yeah, I've but been you know, Skid Jones is in a hot air you balloon. Should, you so. should have your lawyer. Yeah, well, he's my we'll lawyer. I'll be in a hot air balloon someday. God, someday, um, but someday. okay. Then yes, but Olivia, yes. your current situation is long distance. Um, <laughs> not not for too much longer, which is nice. But yeah, it was oh, that's a, my first situation. Yeah. So I've done I've done long distance a little bit. Uh, my then girlfriend, now wife, uh, when I first started college, we did the long distance from college thing. And, you know, everybody says, oh, that's never going to work. You really should kind of take a break, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't. I think it worked out for the best, but we didn't. Um, and then eventually she actually moved down um, to the Austin area where we were at. Uh mm to get a job and things like that. And we decided to move in together pretty much right away after having been long distance and never living together before we put a lot of eggs into that basket. Uh, yeah, it worked out, but it was a, it was an interesting situation there for a little bit, <laughs> but it worked out. Uh, yeah. William, have you ever done the long distance thing or uh, anything I've like done that? The long, I've done the long distance thing uh, several times. And I think that, after about the third one, I should have learned that it it might not be for me. But I'd done okay. long distance with most of them for like a while, like several months at least. Um, oh, if not almost okay. a year, mm-hmm. year and a half. Um, I think my longest long distance was like a year and a half. Wow. Was there ever yeah. a plan to move closer to each other? Or was it just like, we're just going to see if this goes well for a few years or something? Um, I, yeah, there were, was always a plan sort of to like that, like it was going to end eventually. And I think it need mm-hmm. there needs to be, mm-hmm. um, like uh, a plan for the long distance part to end, not the relationship. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, well, either way, like, it's like, yeah, we're doing this, different... but we're going to give it three months and then we're just going to slowly stop talking as much, hurt each other's feelings when we do talk. And then in four months we'll be broken up. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. If we yeah. planned uh, it ahead of time, it might hurt your feelings less. I don't know. You know, you'd think. You'd, uh, yeah, you'd think, but no. <laughs> it, <laughs> almost feels worse. it almost feels it worse. It always like, feels worse. It's like, oh, we're right on schedule. That's not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, so we've all had experience with moving leading to long distance relationships, having big moves, stuff like that. So this is, yeah. this is the show that I want to do. Um, yeah. I, and, and, you know, like you said, a lot of people are moving around because of the pandemic, the last couple of years, people haven't been able to see each other nearly as much as we used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of want to do a show kind of centered around that, around like people moving to a new city and how that affects their relationships. I know super, super groundbreaking stuff here. <laughs> Well, I feel like um, it's real. It's very relatable for a lot of people, and it's that is the hardest part that people tell you about when you're about to make a big, big move. Is you know, it it is difficult to leave behind people that you care about a lot and to just start over somewhere fresh. 
Um, like it's sure. the relationships that you have to sacrifice and then rebuild that are the hardest part about moving. Yeah, so. exactly. Like, honestly, a big part of this podcast started because we like to hang out in college and we wanted yeah. to hang out. We wanted a structured time to hang out more. So mm-hmm. we started doing this podcast. Like, that's a big reason why the three of us are even here. This is my now most successful Now we hang out at least twice a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, well. So, yeah. yeah okay. You, I, I understand that you don't want to say that. That's fine. Right? <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I understand that you don't want to say that right now. I understand that you don't want that on a record. Um, all of your, I, all of your long distance relationships are your favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All of them. I treat all of them equally. Yeah. I don't know. Me and my pen pal, uh, my <laughs> Guatemalan pen pal, we really get each other. I, I, I hate to break it to you, Christian. That's also still me. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Your Spanish has gotten well, really you're good. psycho. <laughs> I've been playing the Spanish Wordle. Um, it's really been helping. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to, can we call Catfish and just uh, see where the, their investigation leads even though we know the answer i mean maybe people will start listening to the podcast if we do uh catfish the musical and then we then we tweet at them like hey we wrote a musical about your about your tv show yeah the the number we sell them is silver fox and it's all about max i feel like most most musicals of the golden age are about catfishing fair enough yeah any 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 well I think it's because, but the difference is, it's like, instead of catfishing, it's always like princess in the popper, prince in the popper kind of thing. That's still like, catfishing. Well, That's it still is pretending cat- to be someone else that you're it is, not. It is or like, catfishing. you know, we're talking about like some like it hot, you know, like in terms of movies, but like singing mm. in the rain does a bit of a catfishing thing as well with like pretending one person's voice is another. That's um, different. Thoroughly Modern Millie. Different. Thoroughly Modern Millie is a bit of is kind of catfishy a little bit. Um, there's there's right. a lot. Any any, uh, you uh, know, funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Uh, Hysteria fair enough. To be That's a dead pretty woman. big catfish. Pretty um, big catfish. Yeah. Either way, yeah. either way. Was, okay. Do you think Twelfth Night was like the first catfish? I think Twelfth oh. Night was close to being at least the first codified like. Um, let's let's do a really bold move into a um a musical about noodling, which is where you catch a catfish with your hands. Yes, catfish noodling. Okay, I'm gonna keep. We're we're gonna make a note of all <laughs> yeah, of this because <laughs> it's worth it. Uh, yeah, we need to move forward. I think the first thing that we need to do is: Are we gonna focus on just like one person, one relationship? How do we want to do this? Because I think that's gonna that's going to be where we stand out because there are a decent amount of shows and musicals and ideas that are based around these things that, that exist. So how are we going to kind of like set ourselves apart? Um, I mean, well, yeah, because it seems like most people think long distance relationships are bound to fail um, because of how they're depicted. Right. So often. And also just, I don't know. That's the joke. It's just like probably statistics doing? as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, a lot of them I'm sure do, but it's like some of them don't. Um, some of them work out great. So maybe we could tell a story about different, <laughs> different ways that like multiple could work out. storylines. I don't know. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Do... I think that could, I think that could be fun because you do, you only ever see like people 
like crash and with the few exceptions but most of the time like the reason they stay together is because it's funny and they're not really a good couple like you never mm-hmm. see like people actually working through their issues in a long distance relationship <laughs> like it's always like joke 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 oh good dramatic gesture they're back right mm-hmm. it's never like it's never like hey we haven't talked in like three days. I think we need to find a time at least once a week where we can talk and catch up. I don't want to take up your entire life. I know we're living our different experiences, but I think it's important that we try to connect. Like that yeah. doesn't happen in shows. <laughs> but but I also really like the idea of like what you said of like multiple ways of looking at it. So we could do just like multiple storylines. I, mean, I like uh, a good AB, multiple storyline. Yeah, ABC stories like are are really helpful in shows, allowing you to just get yeah. like three different arguments going on, delineated between characters, meaning that like we're able to really focus on and know what problem we're dealing with with each character, and so trying to cram mm-hmm. everything into one. That's a good idea. And you know, the best part about an ABC storyline is you get the song where all three of their like themes or whatever kind of get mixed together in this really cool kind of i don't want to say a round but a uh i think it's a magical yeah, is actually medley what it is yeah medley stuff. uh of different yeah of all of these different things combined that's always like a great song when that when it's done well so mm-hmm. um yeah so let's go ahead and do the three storylines with the understanding william that you're gonna have to write three songs that can be pushed together does that yeah. work for you? Yeah, uh, great. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, on our twentieth episode, we might as well swing for the fences. No, so I, I think a, that works great. Point. So, what kind of relationships would we want to do here with these three? Uh, if we're going to do the three storylines, so obviously we have to have the one where maybe the long distance is working, or like maybe they're trying long distance and they're trying earnestly to make it work. Um, do we yeah. want one where it's well the the question is like there is trying to make it work but but does it work um i think we don't have to figure that out until we get further into it i think i think that's an interesting choice i I think that'll be fun and interesting to figure out when we're actually in the middle of it sure sure yeah it's like we could do a will they or won't they kind of thing if you do the beginning of a long distance like we could even um build out like the way that they respond to each other, you you don't know how it's going to be until you see like how they react to certain situations in the musical. And then you're like, we li- we leave it on. We don't know if they're going to last, but they're in a good place, right? Like they've been doing the right thing. Yeah. Or something. Um, yeah. We've got, we got more to do. We, we can, we can show a little bit more and be a little more nuanced with that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so definitely like, I definitely see two significant, uh, two long-term relationships happening. Right. This Mm -hmm. idea that one has been going on for longer than the other. Maybe the entire relationship has always been long distance for one of them. Oh, Mm. Oh, okay. So if they're doing that, if it's like it's always been long distance, would this be the way we swap it then would be like they are moving to the city to be with the person for the first time? Oh man, that's <laughs> yeah. I like that's that. Actually, I mean, like, that's a very modern strong. situation because you know people yeah. meet on the internet now, and it's just like you could maybe you meet someone through a vein of like I don't know what you're passionate about on the internet, and then you're just like, oh, I really like this person, but we've never been in the same space together, and you figure out a way to make that happen. Um, so that could be fun. That's that's. I feel like that isn't something that's been explored too much 
No, I don't think so. Especially like in this, uh, in this instance, because yeah. we're just we're we're trying to look at. I think we're trying to look at big life change at all angles, right? Yeah, it's kind of what we're doing. So, mm-hmm. the, so what would we do? So we need the third storyline, and I guess like if we're gonna do big life change from all angles, it might be moving after like making a dramatic decision after a bad breakup. That's a pretty. Moving, I mean, you see yeah. that a lot in musicals. You see that a lot in yeah. media in general, but you see it because it works and people can relate. You know, sure, yeah, yeah absolutely. I think those are really great three three story. Like the person dealing with the breakup, becoming friends with the person who's just moved to this new city, where they don't have a life, and the other person does. Yes, mm-hmm. that the person that they're trying to be with does have a yeah. life. So, and then there's the person that just started long distance and is trying to make it work. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How would um, they all how would they all meet each other? How are we going to get them in the same room? Well, as a person who's moved for school, that seems like the easiest like the easiest option. But I wouldn't want them mm-hmm. to be like in like college or anything. Oh god, like no. Oh god, can you imagine yeah, having two children? <laughs> Look, we think college kids are smart, but we've also been college kids who are dumb. So like Yeah. I, oh yeah, 100%. Know. I I because me and my wife we've been dating since high school and mm-hmm. we had been dating for a couple years before I moved for college when I was 18 and that's when we decided to do the long distance relationship and then move in together when we were 20 mm-hmm. um let me tell you you don't make smart decisions when you're that age <laughs> and <laughs> and I don't know if yeah, I want to revisit that via musical <laughs> right now <laughs> yeah 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 so they could be older we I mean grad school um age like 24 20 whatever okay yeah like if we do grad school because then it's like if they move there for grad school they have to be there for this specific reason uh Mm -hmm. but they are adults they're they're more adults they've had some life experience they have a reason instead of just like bright-eyed bushy-tailed go to college you know yeah yeah i think that's nice or we could put them in a maybe there's a group uh, of <laughs> of recent um, relocated people in this They're city. They're all in an improv troupe together. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> they all, yeah. They're all on a, um, as my partner does with his friends, a kickball team, a communal kickball team. Oh, my God. How white can we make this? Um, I think um, that... Squash? I, they all, they're hey. all on a squash they're team? They're on a squash team. They're all... I love a kickball team. I'm just kidding. I love great. a kickball team. I, I no, I, I'm excited about the kickball team idea. Because um, <laughs> there's almost this wonderful, interesting switch that we can make where the games, where the show starts off, like where you think it's just like your good man, Charlie Brown. Which a, with a bunch of people in like short shorts playing <laughs> kickball. <laughs> you and I remember that show very differently. <laughs> <laughs> and and then it just smash cuts to no, these are actually adults playing kickball. Uh, <laughs> you know and the realization that, where it's that just could actually like, work really well because then we have two, two maybe three main sets. We have the or the main places. We have the kickball field. Yeah. And then we have the bar that they go to afterwards. And that's where all of the situations happen. That's where they, you know, instead of like going back to their apartments, all of this, it takes place because that's kind of like where they all see each other. And it it really gets to the thing of like what it is to like be an adult moving to a new city, which is just like, yes, you have to join some sort of organized bullshit thing if you want to make friends there. 
And it's like uh, our character that like is just moved here is maybe they're not having a great like we're actually coming in after they've like been here for like maybe a month or two. And them joining the kickball team is because they don't like their girlfriend's friends. Mm. Like it's a full on like I need to build the life here if I'm going to be able to stay with this person. Um, Or the other person, you know, just, you know, moving in it, moving to the place is like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I need to have friends, I need to have something to do while I'm waiting for my significant other to like, call. And it could be an even worse situation in which their significant other is like, in a secret part of the military. And so they don't hear (laughs) from them very often and can't know where they are. Uh (laughs) Yeah, I like that throwing that wrench into the already complex before we we get too complex into this i think we need names for these people because it's going to get confusing fast if we just Um, i'm sorry you're you're telling me that that little bit is too complicated and i definitely just stole that from iCarly (laughs) all right (laughs) okay so Let's 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 get these names established, and then I think we'll um, go to intermission. I, I definitely need an intermission right now because I'm a little incensed that we can't even use an iCarly storyline. What do you think? Look, these one of our characters are names is Carly. <laughs> oh God! So first first one up is the person that just got out of a breakup and they're just moving to a new city. They're starting fresh. Uh, uh, I mean, if we're if we're gonna stick on if we're gonna stick on the um, uh, Nickelodeon and Disney Channel show names, uh, how about Jesse? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. What Nickelodeon? What show is that? (laughs) The show. It's that one with the girl um, that kind of looks like Demi Lovato. (laughs) um, The girl that kind of but doesn't look like Demi Lovato. She was in that prom movie. The prom. Uh. Um. Yeah. No. Wait. Am I thinking of Charlie? Is this the one where she's like a nanny? um, Yeah. A bunch of rich kids. Yeah. I think so. I've never actually watched it. Yeah, yeah, she was also, she was on the, um, she was one of the love interests in the show Sweet Life on Deck. When oh, she got her own show, Jesse. Yeah. Whatever happened to Ashley Tisdale? Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out later. She became a bank robber, actually. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. Jess, Jesse is the, um, the person that just, so they just decided to move the city because they just had a bad breakup. They're signing up just to try and meet friends. Um, then the person that moved to the city because they're trying to meet their long term, their their long distance uh, SO for the first time. So what are their names? Well, I think that we should. Uh, I don't think we got enough uh, mileage out of this name before out of our last episode. But Jack, I think definitely. <laughs> Did we? Was Jack in our last episode? Oh God! Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, Jack, it is. Then, um, just, I mean, you know. he's coming to a new city, anyways. We're just going to tell the same story. Circle. I really don't feel like we got. I, I feel like that he might also have to be the same Jack. That this is now an extended universe. And let's call him Chris. The, their name is going Jack to be Chris. Unworthington. All right, it's going to be Chris. Chris. <laughs> okay, okay, Chris. Okay, so. So Chris moves to the city to try and make things work with their long distance partner, Amanda. Sure, Amanda. Great. Okay, so that's Chris a, and Amanda. That's a wide enough name. Yeah, it's a it's a wide enough name to work. So Chris it's a wide and enough name that if they don't actually want to make them white, you know, it'll be fine. That's a weird thing to say. We're gonna move on. <laughs> uh, so Chris and Amanda, long distance to in person for the first time. 
Chris is joining the kickball league. We'll figure out why after the intermission. Sure. Um, then last one is the person that just, they just moved. So I guess it wouldn't be, they just moved to the city because maybe, maybe they've always lived in this city and their SO just moved away. I think that's good. Yeah. And so yeah. their SO just moved away. And so they're trying to do the long distance thing, but their SO maybe like they have friends in the city, but they want to meet new people that don't remind them of their significant other. So that's why they're doing the kickball league. What are the, what is the person that lives here's name and the, and their SO's name? What about something, something fun and cool, like, like Benzo or Grady. Uh, you think you think benzo and like benzo as in like benzodiazepine <laughs> as in like drugs and Grady. <laughs> it's a nickname let's go. you know guys what, we're really Grady. we're really creating this uh this decade's rent right now like, oh god <laughs> um let's grady let's... grady is fun I, I didn't realize that you were a bully in an 80s movie Olivia. yeah grady is <laughs> um What's the yeah, we gotta there? reclaim the name Grady. We gotta reclaim it. Bring um, it back from the yeah. Yeah, we're bringing it back. So, what's their so's name? Tony. Anthony. Oh, hey. hey. Okay, we were on the same. <laughs> we want Grady and Tony. So apparently, they're they're a progressive Italian couple. Yeah. Like, hey, it's Grady. It's Tony. I love you, man. I love you too. Hey. Yeah. They're hey. twenty five years older than everybody else in the cast. <laughs> they're always wearing a white tank top and a gold chain. Slicking the hair back. They were, yeah. <laughs> they were both coaches of the kickball team, and one of them had to move away. No, oh, they God. both they both work at the pizza place where they go after kickball. Oh, I hate all of that. We're <laughs> no, I'm so, changing it. <laughs> so so we're gonna go with Grady and Anthony, so that way it's not Tony. <laughs> so that's all our right. characters. We've got sure. Jess, who has just moved from in from a breakup. Chris and Amanda. Chris just moved there to be with Amanda. We don't know how Amanda feels about it yet, and then. Grady has always lived in the city and their significant other Anthony just moved. Great. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to go to an inter- we're going to go to intermission real quick and then we will come back and we will start writing the actual show. Hey everyone, welcome to the intermission. Um, it's just Christian this week. No Olivia, no William. They were uh, both doing something I'm sure very important that they just left me here all by myself, alone, with no help and nothing to talk about. So since they aren't here to help me, I thought I would actually ask you all for a little bit of help. We are actually in the market for a new theme song. So if you have any ideas rattling around your head, you just have to get out. Um, feel free to send them our way. We'd love to hear them. If we end up using it as our theme song, we will shout. make sure to shout you out every single episode and give you proper credit. That's all we have for this week. That's the end of the intermission. The lights are going down. Go on, get back to your seats, and we'll finish up the episode. Bye. Hey, everyone. Welcome back from the intermission. So we are going to go ahead and get started with the actual show. So obviously, if this is about a kickball league, the first song like William said, is going to be a song about kickball and we're going to realize they're adults and not kids in it. Yeah. Um, so is this where we want to introduce our characters or are we just 
doing a kickball song for fun. I think it starts off as like this fun little kickball song and then like a ball messes up and there's just one person on the team who takes it way too seriously and just goes, fuck! And like it just goes like fully (laughs) flayed into that. And that's when we have it and it just turns into this song that is expressly exposition of every single person saying the problems that they're having to themselves and that's why we're playing kickball. Or like why why are we even here and they're all explaining why they're there. Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. So we know why Jess is there. We know why Grady is there. Why so that then, is Chris then there? setting it up that way will really allow us like I, I think for Chris, like I said, was like if they moved in to be with Amanda. Um Okay. Like So like they moved into their they, they, they they're sharing a space. They're cohabitating. They're, they're, yeah, no, like they've been together online for an extreme amount of time. He like moved down years. here. And then it's not going well. Like it, it just, yes. it's just like he, he doesn't have, he needs space. And it's not like a, like, you know, a weird kind of thing like that. It's just like, oh, there are like tons of things that she does that is like, I, I'm, I'm not used to. And I think that she, do- he doesn't like her friends. Like, I think that that's like a really important. Okay. Well, I think it's also day. like, I mean, it could just be that when you move in with someone who already has like, they have a, a life built as in like they have yeah. communities already and all of this stuff. And you can't just latch on to someone's communities that they've already like established themselves with. You have to. Yeah, have yeah that's thing. true. So you're like, I want my own friends. It's like, not that they dislike them. It's just like, these aren't, this isn't my friend group. This is, I feel like I'm an intruder. I Well, yeah. I'm really trying to make Chris's life fall apart here. So, ah. I mean, their their partner, like Amanda, could be like, "Hey, you can't be here every second of the day with me. Like, I can't lead you around like a lost puppy. You have to figure yourself I, out." Yeah, I mean, her, her being the one pushing him out makes it even better when he inevitably ends up hooking up with Chris, uh, Jesse on accident. Oh, <laughs> what is okay. this? What is this? What? We started. We started this episode saying we really want to show this working out. And so your first thought was, how can I implode two of these storylines immediately? <laughs> yeah, it's going to hey, work out for Grady. One I'm of them, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry I'm a fan of gay love. I don't know what you want me to say. Oh, and Chris couldn't be a woman's name? You bigot. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> well, since his name was Jack before, I figured that it was staying. I think they're oh, all Oh, and Jack can't be a woman's name? You bigot. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse is definitely uh, flexible. Yeah. Yeah. Chris could be bi. That's fine. I don't understand what the problem is. We're just, like you said, we're just going to make this like rent. Everybody's just going to end up fucking each other. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Without any of the uh, bohem uh, overtones. No. Yeah. With, without any yeah. of the stuff that makes rent good, we're going to get well, rid of that. Is it good? <laughs> I mean, with anything That's that a gives great it structure. Question. Well, so what's great about doing the intro in that way, though, as I was I was saying, um, uh, is that uh, now we're able to have the the characters not um, exposition them each other. Yeah. So that we're able to have it so that it's not like they're meeting for the first time at this point when they go to the bar. Mm-hmm. It's like, how's it going with Amanda? Well, you know, it's not the you know, it goes directly into the meeting. We don't have to give that pretense. We can allow the characters to have already known that. And I think that yes. that's a really good move I like from it. a storytelling perspective. And I think an easy way to split this up just for our um, 
the flow of this is we'll probably do one scene with all of them together, a scene of each of their situations all together, scene of the situations kind well, I, of thing. I, I imagine that like most of the interactions we have between Chris and Amanda are on FaceTime with like a giant oh. screen. Uh, and, and that we have these, like they're at the bar and they, and they stop and they actually have their long distance relationship in that way. Um, okay. I, that's an interesting concept. So let's get to it. Let's get to it. Yeah. So they, they have the kickball song and then they all go to the bar afterwards. It's really kind of what they're for. And like you said, they are asking like, how are things going with each other? Um, maybe it is Chris. Uh, Jesse is asking Chris, how are things going? Yeah. Maybe Jesse's the one that's new. Um, for sure. Oh, they just cho- joined the team. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so Jesse is kind of our, Jesse's our A story. Jesse's yeah. our A story that she is the one that we are looking at. We are looking or at the, he. they are the one that we are looking the at their life through first is, sure. uh, is Jesse. So Jesse is asking Chris, how are things going? Uh, or they're saying, maybe they're asking Jesse, how was your first, how, how was your first game? You did a great job. How are you liking it? Do you think you're going to keep playing with us? Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, where we do, We've already got that exposition, but so then we get the, them coming together. Um, Jesse gets a gets a, a drunk call from the boyfriend or girlfriend from the ex from the ex. Ex um, sings a song about how like I'm so glad that it's over, kind of thing. Yeah, just horrifically dogs on Jesse a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So glad. Yeah, that I heard it's you over. moved across the country so you didn't have to run into me at the grocery store. Oh God! Oh, that hurts. But that'll be great. <laughs> they get a they get a nice little a nice little like voicemail song because this is just rent. Um, <laughs> you it, it, the song would be called "Can't You Can't Get Me Out of Your Head" and it is like an it is a they have been stewing all night. Maybe they oh, saw a and picture. That's a, a great song for the reprise when Chris eventually destroys his relationship with Amanda. Or, or not You can't get that. me out of your bed. I'm going to stay in this bed all day long, Amanda. I don't have Aha. to have friends. But... <laughs> I kind of really like that. Okay, what's another word that rhymes with bed and head that Grady can sing about? Dead. I would rather be dead. <laughs> no, you can't get me out of your what? Out of your, well, out Keds. of your head doesn't work. Keds, out, I'm wearing your shoes. Out of your Keds. <laughs> <laughs> because, because Anthony has a foot thing? No, no, because they're, Anthony oh, likes yeah, shoes. Like the, yeah, you they're, can't get they're... me out of this sled. It's set in Chicago in winter. <laughs> he gets stuck in a sled. Uh. They're all Olympians going to the, uh, they're all winter Olympians and Grady's a bobsledder. <laughs> oh, God. You can't get me out of this sled, Anthony, no matter what you do. I kind of like the idea that it's like drunk person calling, then like it's uh, Amanda and Chris having a fight about the bed. Oh, so this is the second song. All three of them. We like we we have like a song with all three of like where we. Where where we show their issues right off the bat, no yeah, no niceness yeah. except except for Grady and Anthony, it's just a really uncomfortable like uh, uh, phone sex scene. <laughs> you can't get me out of these. This kids. is the second. <laughs> this is the second song of the show, and you're you like, because you wanted an adult show. 
I said I wanted a show about adults, not an adult show. <laughs> I like it though. Uh, what about I you can't think... get me out of this bread. Uh, she... <laughs> I think the Grady Anthony one is Grady is leaving a voicemail to Anthony because Anthony doesn't pick up saying I can't get you out of my instead of you can't get me out of your head. He's just saying yeah. I can't get you out of my head like I really miss you. Oh. Like it's a little it's a little more sweet, but it's also a little sad that like he didn't pick up, that Anthony didn't pick up and we don't know why <laughs> Anthony pick, didn't pick up yet. Um and so we set up, oh, there's issues in their relationship. So I figure the next scene is we go to one of their apartments, right? And we continue their storyline. So let's start with Jess. So we'll start with Jess. Um, does Jess have a roommate or anything, or is Jess living by themselves? Uh, Jesse is probably um, Olivia. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse is hard. Olivia. Okay. Go. What would be harder? So I had a roommate, and then I didn't have a roommate, and I'm waiting to get a new roommate. So I am living by myself, but going to have a roommate? I think. I, I if think- Jesse is me. If Jesse, I think what we could do is maybe Jesse doesn't have a roommate. Jesse has like the money to not have a roommate, just so that way we're not introducing another character. Jesse's for no got the money. Jesse is independently wealthy. Yes. Yes. Um, she Jessie's, buys and sells NFTs. Yes, she uh, bought wow. she bought crypto in two thousand eight. Oh, uh, is this going to be the first crypto musical? Yes. I hate that. Uh, I honestly hate that. I don't want to be a part of it. All tickets are a hundredth of a Dogecoin. Um, oh we're only accepting NFTs if you want popcorn and concessions. Let's just make her a tech a tech bro. A tech bro? A tech yes, bro. they're in Seattle and she's a tech bro. Or in Austin. Yeah, Austin. Actually, no, that, that works great. Austin, they're a tech bro. Jesse's a t- Jesse is a tech bro. And tech bro is not gendered. I've met plenty of tech bros that are not that are not yeah. dudes. They're chicks. She's kind of a decent check check bro. She's a decent check bro. Um. So, uh, Jesse gets home, uh, and they're by themselves, and they sing a song about like how I'm not used to an empty house. Or I'm not. Yeah, a, yeah they're all by themselves. Room. Yeah. She don't want to be. Or they don't she don't want to be. be, but no, but it is a song about it is a, maybe it's a song that's like a direct response. It's like you're not in my head, you're not in my head, but you won't leave me alone, kind of thing, right? And like I want to be alone. I moved here to be alone. I'm a, I'm maybe yeah. It's not like I am lonely. It's like I'm excited that I'm alone for the yeah, first time in my life. I'm alone, independent, and it's a song. It's like I can order pizza whenever I want. I don't oh. have to do the dishes when I don't need to. You know, like I don't have to wear. This kind of thing. I don't have to worry about what I'm saying. I can listen to my my music. I can get together with my friends that are on the kickball league and eventually end to the uh, end of their relationship. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that one. Do we actually that that brings up a question? Do we want um Chris or Grady to call and check on Jesse and say like, hey, we heard we that that seemed like a pretty vicious call. Are you okay? Can we have them come to the door? Oh, you want up. you want to knock, 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 and then you want just to go the door, and then the music starts. Duh, 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 duh. What you forget? Yeah, because because it's because it's rent. Cause yeah, it's no, I, that's rent. exactly what I want. Oh God, how about oh, I? I think the showing up at the house. I think that can happen later. Okay, when they've become closer friends. 
Yeah, they, I think yeah. it's really important that Chris is a, a closer friend before she he shows up at her door. Um, oh my god. <laughs> okay, if we're gonna do that's fine. If we do it, that's fine. That's fine. We're gonna do that. So Jesse has her song about like their song about I can do whatever I want. I'm all alone. It's great. Like yeah. and not even like a, I'm having to convince myself. Like an actual no, it's, like it's uh, it's a really sweet introvert song. You know what I mean? Like, it's really upbeat, it's really catchy, and it's like, I can do this all day. Yeah. Exactly. And it's a very, or like, a, a better example is like, it's it's like the first song in uh, Tangled. Uh, She's oh, just yeah. doing her whole day of being together, and it's just like this, like, you it's know It's like all I mean? the stuff I get to do. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So then... Then I we're can getting... leave my I can <laughs> I can actually I don't have to leave dishes in this in the sink anymore. I can you know like I, the really the thing that's like I don't have to leave dishes in the sink. That's what you think people that live alone think. No, I think that that's what Jesse thinks because like her ex boyfriend like would leave things to soak and you'd have to leave things to soak and she thinks it's gross. Oh, uh, okay. Because I I, really... I I feel like Jesse's a little uptight. Okay. Okay. I like, I like that. It. I think that works. That's a good foil. Uh, and then Chris. So I, I think we've got that song. I, I love that. So we're going to move over to Chris and Amanda. So Chris comes home after the kickball thing. And Amanda's um, friends are over. Amanda's friends are over. Um, Maybe so Amanda it, has one friend who's like a little too close. Okay, we're not <laughs> lifetime moving this. Chill out. Chill out. <laughs> No, so, I mean, those are real problems that, like, when you move to a new city for somebody, you have to deal with. That makes sense. I was, I was, I thought you were trying, I thought you were trying to make them both cheat on each other, is what I thought no, you were trying no, to no, do no. here. I don't, no, I, I don't think, I don't think that, uh, that we should make Amanda a villain. Okay. So yeah. how about, just then Chris. How, that's, okay. But Amanda, <laughs> so Amanda, so Amanda and their and Amanda's friend, um, they're having a good time uh, at their place and everything like that. And so Chris goes into the bedroom and maybe we get a song of Amanda and her friend um, singing about like how, you know, what is Chris doing? Like her friend is kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, but interspersed with it, we get Chris texting Amanda saying like, hey, when is she going to leave? Right. So we so like it, it feels like Chris is only communicating to Amanda through text and stuff like that. Well, like, there, there's a there's a him. there's a wonderful thing that we can do here in which like it starts within them with him coming home. And because of how music works, you can really only do this in music. It like wouldn't work out as well. Um, but you could have sort of this like Honey, I'm Home song where it's like, well, let me tell you about my day. And every time he says a line right before his line is ended, the, the friend starts a line, like about what she did that day. Oh, and it's okay. this thing of like stopping and starting and stopping and starting. Um, mm -hmm. And then when he goes into the other room and starts texting, it starts, it the whole thing reverses. Because then it's this conversation between them and then he's just loudly ding. screaming, you but he's texting. Yeah. But like, so you, you know, like he's ding. texting it, but he's just like loudly like, when she gonna leave? You know, it's this like thing. Um, okay. Yeah. I like that. I want that as a ringtone. When she's gonna, gonna leave. leave. Oh, is that what we're gonna do to to engage our audiences now? Is we're gonna release ringtones? <laughs> yeah, everyone <laughs> loves a ringtone. You have to pay ninety nine cents for 
in the apple ringtone that is wild 0.01 ethereum um oh jeez oh okay well so we get that so we get that song maybe they have the scene right after when um when amanda's friend leaves they have they either have another song or they have a uh they have an argument where it's like you need to talk to me yeah like and he's like i feel like i can't i feel like i can't it feels easier on text like we get to the heart of this. We're not going to spend a lot of time kind of like, Oh man, that is such a good song for this. It's easier on text. Yeah. It's easier on text. He's going like, to say it's our relationship was. This, oh, this how we know each yeah. Other. yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's easier on text. So we get that. And, and again, all of these scenes can kind of go wherever they need to go. We're just kind of establishing these storylines and then we will, they can be shuffled around. These are vignettes essentially. Mm-hmm. And then, um, we get to the last one where Grady gets home by himself. Grady is home by himself, but um, when he gets to his door, or like he walks in, the first scene we see him walking in, and he actually has flowers and a card from Anthony. Aww. So, because Anthony, because Grady has the song about how, you know, in that bigger kind of chorus song, he has the song, it's like, I can't get you out of my head. Like, I really miss you kind of thing. And so Anthony has already sent flowers before he got that message. So he'd already sent flowers and maybe Grady is reading the card that's on it. And like, it's a, it's a nice note and it's a song about how, like, I'm sorry, I can't get to my phone very much right now. I am playing a little bit into the the joke (laughs) that you were making, William. Maybe she, maybe Grady, sorry, maybe Anthony is off somewhere where he can't get to his phone. Greenpeace. He's volunteering for Greenpeace volunteering for greenpeace or something like that yeah he's a he's a a doctor doing uh he's a vet doing work at the galapagos islands as oh you mean like um schitt's creek yeah ah or we could just do doctors with (laughs) borders or greenpeace those are great so anthony's a great guy all around but we get a song where grady where, where where anthony does say like i do miss you and i love you um but Anthony isn't the one singing it. It's Grady singing it to himself because Anthony yeah. sent him flowers and a nice note. And so then we get that whole thing, but we do get uh, maybe another song where Grady leaves another message and be like, Hey, I know you're not going to get this, but I want you to know, um, you, you know, like I, I think it could be interesting if a lot of Grady's interactions are not interactions yeah are not and like the the one that we perceive as the strongest relationship is the one where they communicate the least or they have the ability to communicate the least so it is like yeah they are they're finding ways to make it work even though it shouldn't oh right i think he spends a lot of time telling him how like that it's that it's great that it's so easy i think that he like i think that grady's gonna get a song about like how like when everyone else is there, like things are starting to collapse a little bit and they don't know if they're going to come, you know, for Chris. I think Grady has a song of like, I know, I, I know how hard it is. Like, I know how hard it was to do that. Mm. Um, I know That's how really hard sweet. it is to have a relationship with someone. But That's... You, you know, you know, you, you know when it's worth it. And then that's when Chris decides to break up with Amanda. Okay. So I, but we let, so I think we have a couple songs before we get there. Oh, we absolutely do. I jumped ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. But I think that's the intermission is when we have the comes to a head kind of relation. Like everybody it's when, you know, you know, is the name of the song. 
and maybe it takes place while they're playing kickball or something like that. It's just when you know, you know. And so right. before we get to that, we have these scenes, then they play kickball again. Um, At the beginning then, of the first act or are we still in the first still in the, and We're still in the first act. We're still so, in the first um, act. So we've had the scenes that we just discussed. Right. And then they play kickball, go back to the bar. And maybe that's when Jess and Chris, Jesse and Chris kind of communicate a little bit more. Um, they yeah. kind of talk a little bit more about their issues. And that's when Chris uh, just te- decides to text Amanda, be like, hey, I'll be home later, and decides to keep hanging out with, with Jesse. Yeah. What's going to happen on the kickball? Do we show the kickball moment, though? I think that there is a B story where, like, there is a, our villain is actually the captain of the other kickball team. <laughs> That um, would be a B.0, I think, because we have an ABC story happening already. My thought with the kickball is that's where we can show when things are blowing up. Um, I, I think I think we can up. get to that point. I mean, it reminds me a lot of, like, Falsettos a little bit. Uh, for those of you that don't know that show, um, Falsettos, there's a whole bit that's tied to parents watching their Little League game. And as their life is, like, collapsing around them about, like, divorce different things like that they're watching this little league game um so there is this like component that's Mm. really cool um i think that most of the kickball parts are for comedic effect where they're just heckling the other team you know like little things like that like you know they get us into the song get us into the moment where we're talking about it but it is very much a how else to describe it if you've watched brooklyn 99 the football game between um, the police department and the fire department um, mm-hmm. right where it's like now i'm in your head like it's just the dumbest thing on the planet yeah. it's, just, it's just something to blow off steam it's something to do exactly before you go get beer exactly it's really and then what I think, it is blow, i think i think right after that like blow off steam is a great song to have in there that really is tied to this idea of like sometimes you just gotta rage yeah, you know, you just gotta do I that. think, then, yeah, but it's also about like being a community and a team, like yeah. having a place to be, to grow together with these relationships while you're struggling with others. Very much so. Yeah, because yeah. these these three are drinking buddies at this point. And I think, this, yeah. This, oh, yeah. And those kickballs, I, I think you're absolutely right. Those kickballs show them developing that relationship. And then they, then, then Amanda um, comes to the bar and sees. Uh, <laughs> well, Jessica again, we're, we're jumping ahead a little bit. We're jumping ahead. <laughs> So we've got, um, so we've got the scene where Jess and Chris kind of they communicate a little bit more. Maybe they flirt, and uh, that's when that's when Chris makes the decision to text Amanda saying, "I'll be home later." Right. Yeah. So that happens. Then we go back to a scene with Grady, where Grady has like left the bar, and we have another situation of uh, the the uh, the birds in the wind, uh, you know, passing trains of yeah. Grady and Anthony not actually ever communicating with one another, but getting messages and dealing with the messages rather than being able to talk, let alone see each other. Yes. And then we go back to the bar. And this is why I want uh, Amanda, because I fully changed my 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 tune. Okay. Jesse and Chris don't accidentally hook up or cheat or anything. Amanda is a villain and she gets upset <laughs> that he didn't come home. And it's this like ownership thing that like we're finding out that Amanda's just like all of this has kind of been about like she wants her life to stay the same. She wants Chris in her life in this way. And he's hers. Mm, Right. That it's a very self-centered prospect of what's going on. She wants everything on her terms. 
which is not what she gave in the scene before with Chris of being like, Hey, I just want to spend time with you. You've yeah. spent like all day with this person. Do you mind if she leaves now? No. Oh, all right. Then I'm just going to go in the other room where yeah. she's like, no, you're going to hang out with this person in a bar. And it's like, we're just friends. You have friends. I have friends. Yeah. And, yeah. and maybe after that, uh, Amanda's like, I'll, and so Amanda's like, I, I'll wait for you in the car or something like that. Like they have a fight, they have a song, they have a fight that uh, of Chris and Amanda kind of fight, and that and then she storms off from the bar, and that's when Jesse kind of plants the seed to Chris about the no, you you know, you know. Yeah. Where she's like not in a rude way. She's not trying to break anything up. She's just like, damn. You, yeah, decide. I've if heard it's that before. It. If it is, go for it. Yeah, she, yeah. She's just like, I've heard that before. It kind of sucks. Mm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, if you want my advice talk to her or move on kind of thing. Like she becomes the voice of reason there for a little bit. She's like, right. And yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like telling me like, you have to speak. You can't just like do it through. And, that, and that's kind of a great, like solemn end of act one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It allows us to of- rebuild pieces. Obviously, since this is rent, someone does have to die. So. <laughs> uh, Amanda's friend. Amanda's friend. Totally unrelated. You don't. Totally you don't unrelated. think that. You don't think that. Uh, you don't think that uh, uh, Anthony dies in his secret oh, mission. Oh no! No, no. Amanda's friend dies in an unrelated avocado accident. <laughs> Slips on an avocado at uh, Whole Foods. No, I feel. I feel like it turns out that she was allergic to the like all natural fiber she was using to like. Exactly. Yeah. No. So okay. So. Second act, start of second act is when we sing, it was when they sing. So is Jess starting to develop a crush on Chris? I mean, sorry, Jesse, because if she is, and if we have a song about that in the first act, and she's not trying to break him up in any way. Like the song is about how he's such a nice guy. Why are they doing this? Mm-hmm. And, and so she, and she really agonizes over saying something because it's not her place. Yeah. And then because then after that scene, the next the the first song of the second act is when you know, you know, which would be which can also be Jesse saying, like, I think I actually care about this guy. Chris saying, I think I need to break up with her or I think we need to have a talk and maybe break up. Mm -hmm. And then Grady is saying, yeah, this is going to work. Like when yeah. Grady, Grady, it like everybody else is kind of like unsure, and Grady's is the most like nice about it. He's like, yeah, see, that's you know, that's you know. the, like, I it's think, hard, I think but that I it's, know. I think it's super early for that. I think that like a really good one would be like uh, that. He's like, maybe you don't know. Like we just like oh, to, like just he has to a little insert, bit of doubt. Yeah, just to insert a little intrigue into his story because I think that the way that his story ends is that he's like. Uh, that Anthony's like, look, I know that you, that we haven't been able to talk and I've missed you so much. I moved stuff around. I'm here for like three oh, yeah. weeks. I think I that go goes back, without saying. I was on the same the, page, yeah. Olivia, yeah. were you thinking the same thing? About <laughs> Anthony not yeah. dying? Anthony and, says and that and then they start walking across the yes, street. and actually and coming to visit. Comes. I, I yeah, like he, that, yeah. Anthony comes, <laughs> okay. but they're crossing the street. A bus comes. Anthony pushes Grady out of the way. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anthony, a bus comes. And then Anthony's- Grady reveals that he's actually a doctor too. And then <laughs> saves Anthony's no, life. No, 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 no. So he gets hit but by Anthony a bus. But Anthony doesn't remember anything. So Grady has to keep <laughs> telling does. Anthony yeah. everything. Yeah. They're in love. And it's all 50 first dates again. <laughs> Okay. Or that whatever that movie is with the, the notebook or McCat Rachel the, the McAdams. Notebook. The notebook. Yeah. yeah. The no- okay, so but I love that the the uh when you know you know, except for there is that little bit where Grady's like, I don't know. Yeah. I think I know. And so we do get that scene of that. Um we, we do get that scene where everything's a little bit off. And this is this is there separate and like not even at the bar yet. Then yeah. um I'm thinking how how do you? I have three three different plot pieces that I want to use, but I'm not sure where to put them. Oh uh, the well, first... first we need another kickball game, just yes. a fun little joke. Maybe Grady gets a little too angry. Are they are they slowly moving towards um like the what finals or whatever? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> the yes. Is, there is a beat. There is a there is a sequel to this that is just the kickball side. <laughs> And it's just a kickball game. Okay, but yeah, so we do have the kickball where they're they're blowing off steam. Maybe Grady does get upset and Jesse and Chris notice like this isn't like him. Right. And so then after the bar, this is where they console. They go to Grady. This is where we show that they're friends. And they go to Grady and they're like, hey, what's up? And he he, um, kind of explains his issue a little bit. And they're like, oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And that's when he finally, like, it, it snaps with him. And he's like, nothing. I love this guy. He loves me. I trust him. Like, yeah, it sucks that we can't talk. But, like, I'm not And as gonna... he's saying that, Anthony's walking up behind I, him. I think, <laughs> I, think that has to, I think that has to happen a little bit later. Oh, I know. I think that has to happen. Anthony's <laughs> in the crowd for their last kickball game. I understand. Ah. But, but you know, like, but we have this song where it's it, Chris and Jesse aren't being intentionally toxic, but they are like coming from a place of like, oh, this doesn't sound good because that's where their life is right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very like two lost souls. It's very you know swimming in a fishbowl. Yeah, yes. year after year. <laughs> yes, this is a Pink Floyd. Uh, the Wall is already a musical, so we can't do that. Um, uh, but we'll. Yeah, I, so I was we going more damn Yankees to Lost no, Souls. No, I know, but then she said two Lost Souls swimming in a fishbowl. That is. Oh, I know. I that's know. from. What is that? Uh, what song is that? Uh, uh, Wish You Were Here. Wish You Were Here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, that's so fitting. It is. So he has the song where it's like. He doubles his resolve, and that's when Chris and Jesse realize, like, oh, we were we were being a little toxic there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they realize I think that's that. a great song too. Yeah, toxic. We're being a little Spears. toxic. They have a karaoke moment. It's just a little <laughs> bit of toxic. Yeah. Like no explanation. It's just we we got the rights <laughs> oh, for can't one you song. See? I'm we got. Going. We got um, we got the I do really like the I do really concert. like the idea that there is an open mic night at the bar and one of them gets up and has a weird skill. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a weird they interlude juggle. in the middle of it. Uh yeah. That's the yeah. intermission. That's the intermission. Somebody just comes out and juggles for 30 for 15 minutes. <laughs> but Christ. at the open mic. This but... is this is the most unwatchable show. <laughs> 
we've we've made some unwatchable shows. Then there's a clown. Like, why are you doing this? Send in the clowns. Send in the clowns. So, so I yeah, they're riding a unicycle (laughs) and juggling. It is Austin. They could all be riding unicycles. And so people are just throwing things from the audience to try and make them fall. That's the intermission. It's just a (laughs) performance art piece. So we've got the second kickball. We've got that point. We've got Grady saying like, no, I'm not going to do anything. We've and got I think the song that's, that's like, we're a little bit toxic. I, I think um, that spurs Chris. I think that result that, that spurs Chris's resolve to go talk to Amanda. Like yeah, to actually so he goes talk and talks her. to Amanda and Amanda and maybe says this, it's not working out. And maybe the song is like, put your phone down. Yeah. Uh, or or we, the, the, the phone, the song is called FaceTime. And it is about them singing about how they don't know how to communicate right, how they need to try and communicate about how Chris is willing to to try. And Amanda says, I might be too. But by the end of the song, they realize that this is yeah. the FaceTime they needed. They realize they're not going to end up together. Right. So uh, then we've got moving out. Do, 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 do. Um. Well, I, maybe we don't worry about the like the moving out part of it because you know it's a musical. We can skip some of it. Does well, I mean that actually matters. Does Chris leave? Does Chris go back home? I think I think Chris stays because the kickball tournament isn't over yet. I mean, after the kickball tournament, but that's an important kickball question. Kickball is life. Kickball never ends. The kickball <laughs> tournament. The kickball tournament's going off, but then does he leave afterwards? Hmm. Um. Maybe he's going to leave, and then him and Jesse. Jesse's like, "No, wait, stay for me, for your friends, for your friend, me who cares about you as a friend <laughs> because I am independent now." What we could do, <laughs> I love, I love that that's the statement, and then they kiss. Um, <laughs> well, I, I think that actually fight, could fight, fight. Kiss, I, kiss, I think kiss, that can kiss. work. Because, you know, Chris is really upset. So he goes back to the bar where they always go. Right. Um, and maybe he texts Jesse and Grady. Or, you know, or something. Maybe he texts. Maybe he changes his relationship status. He does something that signifies to them that something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they just know to go to the bar. And so yeah. Jesse and Grady and Chris, this is when they sing that their three parts together song about and chris saying like should i stay or should i go um sings that song and i i i olivia i think you're right i think it is a song about how he's like you know i didn't really have a lot of friends where i was it's like my job allows me to work wherever i want and um he's also a tech bro yeah they're all tech bros there in austin it's (laughs) Um, I mean, only tech bros play kickball. That is not true. Devin is not play a kickball. Kick no, Devin plays kick, or he did play kickball with a bunch of improv people. Oh, maybe some tech bros. I don't know who maybe else was bro. on the team. But I mean, there are only two kinds of people in Austin: tech <laughs> improv and bros people. and tech bros. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, but, so. Then they have that song. Um, I, I really do think this is when Chris realizes, like, you guys are my friend. Like, I really like having you as friends. I think I'm going to stick around. I think I'm going to try and be. I think I'm going to try and be myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then him and Jesse are like, 
Oh yeah, we just went through a bad breakup and we're independent, but also we can be friends with benefits. Well, that's where we, could we have a reprise where it says it might be a little bit toxic and they're trying to decide whether or not they should date. Mm. Sure. Very, very, uh, very waitress. It's a bad idea. Yes, it's very waitress, bad idea, me and you. Oh yeah. Except where there's not the cheating part, but. Right. And so we have that song. And she's not about to have his, uh, have a baby. Exactly. And he's not her doctor. Yeah. Great, he's her doctor. No. No, But he's her manager at the tech company. (laughs) Just kidding. So there there we go. Now Olivia's also a bigot, assuming the man's the manager. I know. That was bad. Okay, guys. So we're very close to the end. We've got the we've got the song where they they kind of like decide what they're gonna do later. Um what does Grady do? Because Grady is, is is secure in his relationship with Anthony, and maybe, um, maybe this is maybe in this song is he just a, it's he singing about how he misses him, but he's glad that he has you. He's glad that he has you too. You know what I mean? Like this is yeah. a song about how like Jesse sings that like I'm glad I have you too because uh, while I like to be alone, I don't always want to be alone. Um, Chris has a song like. Um, Chris in this song is like, I'm glad I met you too because Amanda wanted me to make friends. Turns out I needed friends more than I needed Amanda. And then Grady. I'm not like in a, oh, gotcha. But like, you know, like turns Uh, out. like Yes, Uh, Grady immediately pulls out an air horn. (laughs) And then Grady sings the song, says, I'm glad I met you too because I need Anthony. I need Anthony, but I also need you too. You know, so it's, it's like a, all three of the reasons why they work together. And then maybe the last song is um, the last song is the kickball game. And that's when Anthony shows up. Yeah. And they made it made- to, to state or whatever. <laughs> yeah, They made it. to. St- but Anthony shows up like Anthony is like, and we, and the final song is um, Anthony's like, Oh, this, whatever it was ended early or I got transferred back to here so we can be I think, together. I think that he, I think, I think that it's more than that. I think that it's like, I literally moved everything around. Yes. Like, no, I, I have to go back in two weeks, but I was able to, I was able to get this time. I'm here. Yes. Yes. I love that. That's and it great ends act. with, it ends with like, it literally as the, as the lights are going down. Just an incredibly just, raunchy sex scene. Just so know, raunchy. With, with, well, with Grady just literally starting to tell the whole musical over again. Oh, like, I can't wait to tell you. Like, I, yeah, I want to tell just, you about fades, my friends. The, the lights going lower and, and the lights are going down. The sound's going down. And it's literally telling it from the beginning of the whole musical. And Anthony's like, I've seen people die. <laughs> <laughs> Stitching body pieces together in my job. And I'm gonna sit here and listen to you tell me about people not having good relationships on a kickboxing. Sure, sure, that's what I came here to talk about for three weeks. All of the lights flip up. It's just like full stage lights, like like you turn on the house lights and it's just Anthony lecturing everybody about wasting their time. God. What are you still doing here? The show's over. <laughs> Go help someone, you selfish pieces of crap. And then Amanda drives a bus onto the <laughs> field to get back in. 
Okay, so we've, everyone. We, we got to the end. We barely made it, but we got to the end. We know what song you're going with. You're, the song is like, Why I Need You. And it's the three of them kind of like all of their themes and stuff mishing together. So it's essentially three songs mixed, mixed into one. You're going to do great, William. Um, yes, yes. We believe in you, William. We believe in you. Believe in uh, me for what? The ball's to, in your field, William. To write the uh, kick it home. Yeah, we're we're slowly. As rolling soon as Skid Jones comes you. home, I'll I'll be able to work with him on it. Okay, the the ball is slowly rolling towards you. Are you gonna kick it? Or are you gonna somehow get a strike and kickball? Yeah. Either way. Okay, so we've got you the. You gotta song. do one of those little toe is, kicks. Is a striking kickball when you just kick the ball so hard it knocks over every single player? And yeah, it like um, yeah, they're all lined up like uh, bowling, bowling ball pins. pins. No, I <laughs> imagine it's like pinball, where it's like, oh, like okay. Captain America's shield, and it just bounces to every single person. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for listening to We Wrote the Book. If you liked thank what you heard, you. please give us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to our podcast. Like us, review us, um, maybe follow us on Instagram. What's our Instagram handle, Olivia? At We Wrote the Book Podcast. At We Wrote the Book Podcast. Um, if you have any ideas for new episodes, maybe you have some music because William's so lazy. Uh, if you have some music you'd like to share with us, maybe the first song that you've I'm, heard, anything like that. I'm still grieving Skid Jones's uh, disappearance. Oh, sure you are. Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, send us an email at we wrote the book pod at gmail.com. Not going to spell it. Every time I spell it, I do it wrong. You should That's be able about... to spell it um, when you're typing it. It's just words that you know. So. It is just words that you know. Very None of them words. are spelled One differently. Syllable, exactly. Exactly. That's about all I've got for you. Olivia, William, have anything else you want to say to our dedicated listeners? Um, please like us. Please love us. And please applaud for us. We need it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. William? And if you have any knowledge on Skid Jones's disappearance, please contact me personally so that I can um, give it to the proper authorities. Yeah, if you're the owner of that one milk carton, um, let us know. Yeah. Okay. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>